Hey everyone, and welcome to Money Moves for Teens. My name is Tally Levy, and in this podcast, I will be talking about business, entrepreneurship, and of course, money. I hope you take something away from this episode and enjoy. How many of you want to be able to make money for yourselves and spend it on whatever you want? Well, you can actually do that as a teenager, but while you're making money, it's important to know all about how to handle and make smart decisions with it. This week, the topic we'll be focusing on is why it's important for teens to learn about money. I'll go over the benefits of learning about managing your money when it comes to saving, spending, and avoiding large amounts of debt. So, money is how everything functions, literally. Think about when you wake up, you turn on the lights and someone is paying for that light bill. Your parents drive you to the store, they paid for the car and the gas that runs it. Every item at the store you have to pay for with money. We encounter it every day, so we need to know about how it works. Also, more and more people are pushing for the subject to be taught to students. According to Forbes.com, a survey shows 63% of the people asked think personal finance should be taught in schools. More people want the subject to be taught or at least talked about, and they have good reasons for that. As a teen, I know many people my age get money for their birthday or holidays and spend all that money as soon as it reaches their hands. Some teens don't have the concept of saving their money, and down the road, that can definitely cause problems. When you learn early that you can save your money over time for a bigger purchase in the future, that can benefit you in different ways, such as buying a car or saving for college. And I'm sure your parents would appreciate it if you helped with those payments because they can get pretty pricey. Also, the earlier you know, the earlier you can start saving. You may have a financial goal you want to reach by, say, 25, and instead of starting to plan for it in your 20s, you can start as a teenager, wherever you are on the spectrum. If you start saving your money even in a normal savings account now, you can earn interest on the money over time. So the money you have can grow without you doing anything except simply saving it. And especially when it comes to investing your money, which is putting your money into things that you think will increase your wealth over time, the time you have now is definitely on your side. And I'm not asking you to invest in real estate or the stock market at this moment, because both of them take a lot of learning and you have to think about where it's best to put your money into, but maybe just start a conversation with your parents about how you can start to invest your money. Also, retirement seems a long way off, especially since some of you haven't started working yet, but think about how much more money you'll have at the age of 60 if you start investing at 15 versus 30. A lot more, and the numbers can tell you that. So, I know there are new trends every single day, and when teens want to follow these trends, it usually means buying new shoes, new clothes, new technology, and all those things that cost, well, money. In some cases, it can be large amounts of it. But who is really paying for these things if you don't have a job? Your parents? That's most likely the case, and when you're older, why wouldn't you do the same? If you're always used to having the newest stuff, why should you, becoming an adult, make that any different? Now, I'm not saying having new stuff is wrong, but your parents are more established in their jobs and have worked hard to be able to get you these things. So, when you're 20 and just starting at a new job, buying a new $1,000 iPhone may not be the smartest choice. There is a way to avoid making these unwise financial decisions, and that is, again, starting early and practicing good habits around self-control when spending money. You'll realize later it's easier to say no to yourself. These no's will help you mentally and financially. You won't be spending unnecessarily large amounts of money, and it's healthy for you to be able to tell yourself no sometimes. 
Another reason that practicing self-control now is important is because it's literally getting easier to actually buy something. So instead of counting out your bills and your coins to buy some shoes at the mall, you can just swipe a card and the payment's done. It's through. And you have your new shoes, but you've also just spent $300. Now you can even do your payment with Face ID and use your phone to pay. There's no real mental connection of you spending that money, which I can talk about in another episode. And again, if you're doing online shopping, your new pair of Jordans are just a click away. That's why establishing good spending habits now can greatly help later. These places, they want you to buy their stuff. They hire people to market their products specifically to you so you spend more money. But knowing that you can tell yourself no and tell them no, that's really important. So I'm telling you all this, but why can't you buy the latest and greatest all the time? What happens if you just spend all your money? Well, actually, 80% of Americans are in debt, and according to CNBC, the average amount of debt a person has is around $38,000, which is excluding mortgages. Debt is money you owe to somebody else, and large amounts of it can really start to overwhelm and negatively affect a person. The American Psychological Association ran a survey and found that 72% of the people tested were stressed over money-related issues. That's a lot of people worrying about the same thing. What do people even spend their money on to dig themselves into this hole? Well, things like a mortgage are a big cost. If you don't know, a mortgage is a type of loan you can use to buy or refinance a home. So, instead of paying $300,000 for a house up front, you can pay monthly overtime to a lender, and everyone's mortgages can look different. Another big contributor to debt is student loans, and I know things like mortgages and student loans aren't always avoidable, and everyone's situation is different, but if you're thinking about where you're going to college at 13 or 14, you can help your parents pay for your schooling so there's less of that student loans amount later. Other things that contribute to debt are things like auto loans and credit card debt. So auto loans are similar to mortgages in the fact that you don't pay all the money for a car right then and there, and instead pay for it monthly. Credit card debt can be used to buy groceries, clothes, really anything. It just becomes a problem when you start spending more money than you actually have, and credit card debt can amount to a big number very quickly. Auto loans and credit card debt are more of things you can control. So, for example, before you buy a car, think about how the cost may impact you later down the road when you're not living with your parents anymore. Starting these conversations now can prevent stress by knowing what is necessary and what's unnecessary to buy so you won't have large amounts of debt later that could have been avoided if you had just known this as a teenager. And lastly, you need to know that once you become an adult, there are so many costs to factor in. I obviously don't know from my own experience, but talk to any adult and they'll tell you there are many things they need to keep track of paying. Some examples are paying for the gas, groceries, rent, bills, and so much more. Talking about these things now will hopefully lessen the shock of it later and help better prepare you for the future. So, to recap, learning the basics about money as a teen can be super helpful to start good saving and spending habits so that you can take advantage of the time you have now and avoid large amounts of debt later. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope you got something out of it and feel free to reach out to me with any questions through my social media. You can find me on Twitter at Money Moves for Teens and on my website at moneymovesforteens.weebly.com. All the links will be in this episode description. I hope to see you next week. Bye!